Hello everyone, welcome to EDU of 76067. I'm Julie Martin, Instructional Technology Specialist of Mineral Wells ISD, and you're listening to Episode 3, Makerspace. I'm Kathy Hammond, the Librarian at Mineral Wells High School and Head Librarian for our district. All right. Okay. So, um, today we're going to be talking to all of our librarians, so if you guys could introduce yourselves, and we'll start right here. I'm Kara Shoemaker, and I'm the librarian at Houston. I'm Tammy Thomas, and I'm the library at Travis Elementary. I'm Kyra Buck. I'm the librarian at Lamar Elementary. All right, so you guys, what does a library do these days? all kinds of things. I always tell the story about um, this is my second year as the librarian and I'm still working on my master's uh, but when I told my husband that I had to get my master's he said what? I thought the librarian was just a cranky aide. Uh, no <laughs> definitely not true. I know nobody ever knows that you have to have your master's degree to get to become a librarian. They're like, all you do is shelve books and read to students and check them out, right? No, that is not all we do. Because how horrible to make kids literate. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, libraries have always been places of learning, uh, even back you know to the Library of Alexandria in 2600 BC. So learning just looks different now. Uh, not only do we just check out books, we um, have these makerspace things where kids are able to learn hands-on and create and innovate and explore their own way because not everyone you know learns in the same way so it's important that we offer lots of opportunities yeah so makerspace I know definitely looks different at these different campuses because I know what's true for you Miss Buck at Lamar is completely different than what's going on um, at the junior high or the high school with you Miss Hammond so absolutely uh, Kara can you tell us about what you do at your um, library when it comes to makerspace yeah absolutely at our campus at Lamar um, we have an actual room that's designated for makerspace because we realize the importance of our kids playing to learn because they are so young so when I say playing to learn they are going in there and they're playing with blocks they're playing with Lincoln logs Legos all that kind of stuff but they're playing to learn they're not going in there just to build whatever they want to they're going in there to do a task now our pre-k camp our pre-k kiddos they go in there and they have free time that goes along with their time that they're in there whereas with our kinder and first grade they have a lesson that they go in there and actually do and so what I do is I create a lesson based off of a book so like the teacher will read um, wonder to the students and then afterwards they say okay now I want you to go build a spaceship or build a helmet or something that goes along with the text so not only are they doing steam science technology engineering art and math they're doing stream so we're adding the reading element into it too because That's it's awesome. very important that we read to our students and that they see the importance of proper reading skills and everything too yeah, and I think it's so important at that younger age, too, that, you know, they have that opportunity to create. Because sometimes, you know, not because of our district or because of our teacher, because of the state and what the state yes. requires us to do, is that sometimes we just 
You forget. Yeah. You don't have the time in the day to be able to do that. And so, like, the makerspace is that time to be able to allow the kids to create and think differently. And so, it's an amazing thing that our kids are able to do and go further their education more than what's going on in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Ms. Shoemaker, what about you at Makerspace? And you serve Houston Elementary, which is second and third grade. So, what does y'all's look like? Um, ours is kind of an extension of um, what they're doing at Lamar. We do makerspace in the library, though, um, so it goes along with checkout um, and my library lesson. So they don't have a ton of time, um, but we're, again, building on the same kind of skills. The, the makerspace might fit with my lesson, um, or they might be learning a new piece of technology. We have uh, coding robots. We have... Um, a full Chrome cart so they can do lots of things on the computers. Um, so again, we're just teaching them to work together, to think critically, to problem solve, and um, the makerspace allows them to do that and have fun while they're doing it. Yeah, and I know that Shauna Ford from Region 11 came out to our school district not too long ago, and just getting to be able to see the difference between all of your libraries, you know, here that, or all the libraries that we have here in our district, it was great to see, you know, the difference. And sometimes I don't think people realize that difference in, in what it is that you guys do. Um, I think we're doing a good job of trying to build on the skills yes, at, at each yes, level. absolutely. And I can definitely tell that all of you guys, like, work together you know, to accomplish that, um, that one goal for your students. And so, Timmy Thomas, I know that you're here at Travis Elementary, and so uh, what is it that you guys do here at your campus for Makerspace? Um, we, we actually do the same thing during our, le- we do it during the library, and um, some weeks we'll be doing digital citizenship, some other weeks we'll try to incorporate uh, the makerspaces with uh, science classes where they get to use the ozobots um, and do related to measurements. Maybe they're taking measurements, so they're incorporated into the curriculum. So, and we have a 3D printer where they're learning CAD, uh, Tinkercad program, which that can take on to a junior high and high school out into the real world. The higher level they get, the more real world experience we want them to have. So, yeah. yeah, incredible okay. what the kids are I know, and they're so excited, too, yeah. about that 3D printer that you guys have. Like, that's that's the tool. All right, Kathy Heyman, what about you at the high school? What does your makerspace look like? Yeah, so like these guys said, our skills are all aligned across our campuses, and we, we do work hard to plan together to build on those skills so that we know exactly what kids are able to do when they get to us and what we they need to be able to do when they leave us. Um, obviously, at a high school, we are very concerned about college and career readiness, and like Tammy said, we're always looking for those real-world applications and, and uh, problem-based learning that kids can participate in. Um, thanks to Tammy, we also have delved into 3D printing this year and are teaching some CAD software. Um, we also do a lot of engineering activities. Um, our kids in the Makerspace this year also um, built a Dyson vacuum cleaner. That's pretty online. cool. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool experience for them. We have to do some things with the... You know, discussing with the Dyson uh, software engineers about that. So that was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, anything that will, you know, let them work together and learn those collaboration and critical thinking and problem solving skills because those are job ready skills. And these kids need to leave us, you know, being able to be employed and be productive citizens of Mineral Wells. Yeah. All right. So, um, 
what how do you how do you guys establish a relationship with the teachers on y'all's campuses? Like, how do y'all get them involved in Makerspace and what it is that you're doing um, in your libraries? I think there are lots of different ways to do that. I've, um, since I already knew all the teachers on my campus, I just pulled my close friends in and said, hey, let's do this together. Um, but I've also sent out um, s'mores um, with pictures and information about what we could do together. Um, so that's... But I think it is important to always identify those people who are willing to take risk and be innovative and yes. try new things because once they come and their kids get to experience that, you know, word of mouth, you know, really travels and, you know, yeah. then you end up getting more. But, you know, you just need to find those those first people that are willing to try something. And it's a collaboration with the teachers. I mean, it's working one-on-one -on -one and finding what they're working on, what curriculum they're working on, and how we can in incorporate that into a makerspace. If we have to go out and look for a, les a lesson, plan to uh, work it in to where they can incorporate it in their classrooms, and that's what we will do as a librarian to help them in any way. We're, we're a team. Oh, yeah, yeah and that the, this is my second year at Lamar, and I think the second year was a little bit easier to reach out to the newer teachers because they're less experienced. They need more help because it maybe their first year teaching, or you know, they're on a new campus. So it was really easy to reach out to them and say, "Hey, I'm here to support you. I'm here to help you." And then beyond that, I would I would tell them, "Okay." Now tell your team what we did. And so it was word of mouth kind of thing and just collaboration with my teachers. Yeah. Um, so besides this makerspace and checking out books and lessons and teaching them technology and all these other things that you guys do, uh, what else do y'all do, uh, you know, either in the district or outside of the school district in the community? Uh, well, I think our biggest um, endeavor that we've had and this will be our second summer for is our rambling um, bookmobile uh, that goes out each summer and uh, just just gives kids books you know so many kids don't have home libraries and with you know school being out they don't have access to school libraries anymore and sometimes transportation is an issue getting to public libraries so we've kind of you know taken out that you know that boundary and uh, get kids reading yeah and that's so important too just because of what research you know shows us when it yeah. um we're out from the summer and then whenever students return anybody else what else do y'all do last night at the multicultural block party we had um, hundreds of books that we were giving away there as well um, and the kids were really excited to get a brand new book in their hands i know it was so exciting to listen to the kids i got a bug book and they were like <laughs> trying to show us this picture or something and it's like yeah that's so awesome take it home read it and then they're like well when do i have to bring it back it's yours keep it <laughs> and yes. it was just so amazing to them and then one of the other great things that we do with our employees actually is giving them books and we call it books for babies and so um when they're expecting a new member of their family we give them a book that goes along with this little stuffed animal so we're in we're trying to get them reading with their kids because we know that that's so important at such a young age the faster you start reading to your kids, the more that they learn. Yes, yes. And we have um, also I've incorporated and delivered, we have baskets at the hospital for different areas in the waiting room where kids can pick up a book and, and just uh, read or that. Or even the adults. I mean, yeah, they've done exactly. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, We're promoting awesome. it from, you know, from, from infant all the way to adult. There's no age limit on us, what we promote in the, in the love of reading.
Yeah, there's no um, no age limit on, on reading, is there? No, and I think it's really funny because, like, even some of the parents last night said, oh, are y'all trying to uh, get rid of some of your books in the library? And we're like, no. I mean, we just want to share our love of learning, yes. and we want to get books in the kids' hands. The books that we put in the hospital are not necessarily books that we've weeded from our classroom or from our libraries or things like that. We've actually purchased it for that purpose to send it out to go be part of the community. Yeah, yeah and y'all actually got a, a donation too right. as well. Yes. Half yeah. Price Books gave us a grant to uh, be able to provide those services. And um, I, I think that we're really a community-oriented team who really sees Mineral Wells as a mission field. So we really purposely want to leave the walls of the library and go out and, and serve our community. And, um, you know, if you can read right, you can do anything. That's such a great vision and, and mission that you guys have, not just serving our, our students here, but also serving our community. Exactly. And um, anything else you guys want to add to about Makerspace or um, anything else that people would want to know what's going on here? I think a lot of teachers, um, I mean, I've do, been doing this a while, and. Uh, especially when Makerspace kind of came to Mineral Wells ISD and you know they didn't understand really what it's about and why that needed to be in the library and um, you know our libraries aren't that shush and quiet place anymore <laughs> and um, I, my library has been called the library on uh, multiple funny. occasions and um, you know learning is loud and learning is messy and um, and learning should be fun, and it too. should be. Yes. And I, that noise comes from kids, you know, having you know, Enjoying a good time. Enjoying and learning. And that, yeah. it, learning is fun, and people need to know that. Yeah. And yeah. it's engaged. They're in, they're yeah. in, that's why it's a lot. So they get so engaged in what they're doing, yeah. and it's, it's such joy when you watch them. And that spark fly when they're doing coding a robot, then it, it relates to something else that they're actually doing in their classroom. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Well, I don't think it just falls on the teachers not understanding. It's administration. It's uh, the community that we work for as well. I mean, the parents, they're like, oh, wait, y'all don't just check out books and read stories. No, we don't. I mean, at Lamar, I'm teaching them coding with Obby and with another robot. And I've, we've got a bunch of different things. So it starts at such a young age, and it just builds from there at every single one of our campuses. What we do is not what used to be done in the past. It's not a place that's right. quiet zone and everything. And I even have to tell my teachers that because my teachers are like, you're in the library, shh. And I'm like, no, no, no. it's not that. This is <laughs> like, not, not your mama's library. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing about it is, it's real in a sense, there's jobs that are not even known right now. Yes. And if we don't yes. expose those kids to these elements, they're, they're not going to, they're going to be, they're going to be competing against other countries like Japan or anything like that that are exposing them to this where we don't know that these jobs exist right now in the future so we have to expose them to coding we have to expose them to learning 3d printers all of these different things where well, they can we be more competitive in, yeah. in, the, in the job force yeah in the and future. we live in such a technological world that even my pre-Kers or kindergartners come in knowing more than I do about some things. So, I mean, we've got to add that into 
the school and the classroom and things like that because that's what they're going out into in the world. We can't just cut that off and say, well, no, this is the way it's always been done. This yeah. is the way it should be done. We've got to change with the world as the world's changing too. I mean, our mission statement here at Minerals ISD says our ever-changing global community. So yeah, that that is definitely important. Well, I think you all, all of you guys just do a phenomenal job. And I know there's a lot of excitement here in our district with Makerspace and a lot of excitement with what you all are doing. And I know it's greatly appreciated, not just our teachers appreciate it, but I know our administration appreciates it as well. So thank you all so much for tuning in to EDU of 76067. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks.